What's up, Empowered Empaths? I'm so happy to have you here today with this topic. Okay, I think we can all agree that the haters are not creators. I wish I came up with this myself, but I didn't. Um, It was a meme or a writing or something that I stumbled upon on Instagram. And of course, I had to share it because I share everything that, uh, well, maybe not everything. If I shared everything that resonated with me, my stories would be like 20 memes deep. (laughs) But I had to instantly share it because I love those short little things that just cut straight to the quick, quick, quip, cord. They cut straight to the heart of the matter. You know what I'm talking about. The haters aren't creators. Now, what's kind of funny about this statement is that we are inherently creators. So if there is a hater, let's say a hate, right? They are, what are they creating? They're creating hate, right? So they are creating something. But here's the thing about the energy of hate. By nature, the energy of hate is constricting. By nature, the energy of hate is limiting. And it's also violent. So let's say the energy of hate is trying to go on forever and ever on a forever endeavor. It can't. It won't. It won't be able to do it because by nature, it is going to end. It is going to kill itself. It is limiting. It is constricting. By nature, it is going to snuff itself out. So that is why haters aren't creators because eventually there's nothing left to create because you've wiped out the, the, anything that any energy there is to play with. So the flip side of that love, the energy of love is naturally connective. It's like connective tissue. It's naturally inclusive. It's naturally expansive. So that's why love can go on. It can do the whole forever and ever on a forever and ever journey because it will continue to revitalize itself. So let's take these two abstract concepts and let's test drive them in the day in a life of an empowered empath. Okay. So an HSP, highly sensitive person, an empath right? Someone who can sense the energetic nuances, more of the energetic nuances of things in a scene with other people, right? Me and you. Let's take this, for example, and you're, you're, uh, you're talking with somebody, you're talking with a, with somebody else. Maybe it's someone you just met. Maybe it's a family member who you have a past energetic pattern that you've danced with. Maybe um, it's even your partner. And the whole 
Okay. The haters aren't creators. What I want to bring up in this moment is test driving this in the reality of your life. So when we see a meme like this on Instagram, where we are instantly, me and you, I'm sure instantly like, yep, that's true. Haters aren't creators. Boom. I believe that stake in the ground right there. Sweet. I'm not a hater. Woo. Let's throw a party for me. Woo. Right. I mean, that's super fun. I love finding jigsaw puzzle pieces that resonate and show me back my values. It's like, ooh, I hella value not being a hater. So what's the opposite of that? A lover. I hella value being someone who is loving by nature and consciously chooses love. Okay, great. Now let's fast forward into a sticky spot of our actual human life. And you're talking to somebody and somebody makes I'm just going to say this is very subjective, right? There's no, let's just say somebody makes a quote unquote rude comment to you. Let's say someone puts you down, makes fun of you, makes a quip about you. And they're being all, oh yeah, (laughs) you know, that whole thing when someone like puts you down, but it's not, it's not being teased by like your best friend. It's more like, oh, I feel like I just got sucker punched, like punched in the gut. And now I feel really shitty. Ugh. And now I feel like I have to stand up for myself. Ugh. And now I feel like it's their fault because they're the ones that made me feel this way. Right? See how I'm putting the blame on someone else making me feel a certain way? That is a really important spot always to pause and bring full consciousness, full presence into that moment. Because remember, a hater isn't creator. So if I'm going to be, if someone's hating on me and then I start hating on them, oh shit, this person just mirrored back to me the limit where I have met the limit of my value. Because if I truly value, that like little quick little meme, haters aren't creators, then that means if someone makes fun of me, I value that my job isn't to turn around and say, fuck you. My job isn't to turn around and say, who the fuck do you think you are? My job isn't to turn around and go home and, and, and seep in resentment and think of all the ways that they're wrong and all the ways that they suck, and all the ways that I'm above them, right? Does any of this sound familiar? It's such a human experience, such a fucking human experience, and it's so fucking taboo. Nobody talks about this around the dinner conversation. That's why we're talking about it right here, because these folks, these people, whether they are being malicious or it's just an offhanded quip, however it feels within you, is a mirror about you. It actually has nothing to do with them. Someone else cannot make you feel a certain way. Only you can make you feel a certain way. So what what are they doing in that moment? They are mirroring back to you where your love stops. And when someone mirrors back to you where your love stops, That's where it's time to step into that moment and meet that moment with love. Because just as we talked about at the beginning of this episode, 
love is what the love energy is what has the stamina to quote push through to go forever and ever on a forever endeavor love is the expansive part of our story if we meet that quip or that whatever with hate it's gonna burn out and not only will the story eventually burn out like you can't it, it, it you can't create from hate you can create a story for a little while from hate sure for sure but it's not something that that can last which in my opinion this is just my opinion so take this or leave it obviously take it or compost it as i like to say um the 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 point that the the point that i always come back to is that infinite spot within me that has the capacity to meet the moment to meet any moment and to sit with it and to look at it and to me like to me that energy is love and love has everybody has so many different definition definitions about what love is but when you actually i found for myself and i would love like if you want to just let, let's just sit right now let's just do it together what does love actually mean to you have you ever sat with with the feeling of love right not just not just watched a movie and, and gotten the download or listened to somebody else or gone to a wedding and been like wow those guys really love each other or whatever but literally sat and watched the evolution of a feeling within you it is so incredible and i'm going to give you just like a little tip you guys um if you love incorporating this type of awareness and energy work into your movement practice you have to check out the class nobody pays me to tell you this the class i'm so obsessed with it my eight-year-old says oh my god mom you're so obsessed with the class whenever i talk about it to somebody taryn toomey take her classes first because she's the creator of it and then check out all the other amazing teachers that they have but i would say always check out the person who created it first because it came from her heart <clears throat> this class came from her heart it has all the typical movement modalities we all know and love like yoga pilates bar um and she incorporates it with like shamanic breath like shamanic um how do you even say it shamanic awareness with breath with meditation with using sound oh ooh, moaning to move energy through and she'll sit she'll really guide you in sitting you'll be like moving doing jumping jacks and all of a sudden it's like pause meditate go into your heart and then you'll sit there for like three minutes and you'll be able to watch and witness within your body what happens when you don't just move on from a moment really fast when you really sit and be like what what does love feel like to me right now and then what's cool is that then she weaves that into the movement so you get to meet the challenging movement moment with the love that you just discovered so let's just take two minutes i'm not going to do like a whole long thing but let's just take two minutes right now and just let can you just pull up i'm gonna take a sip of water pull up a moment like a challenging moment you've had with somebody it could be recent it could be 10 years ago but let's just practice this whole thing of what is it like 
what does it actually mean? Haters aren't creators. Haters aren't creators. Haters aren't creators. What does it actually mean to meet a hater with love? Okay. So pull up a challenging moment in your mind. Let's do it together. I'm going to do it too. And if you're driving, just pause and come back to this later. And just first ground, throw your energy, just toss your energy down to the center of the earth playfully and let the earth toss it right back up into your heart and just center in your heart. And now pull up a sticky moment that just happened. It could be with your partner, could be with someone you just met, could be with someone 10 years ago who haven't processed this with. And just imagine them... We're not doing this to, P.S., we're not doing this to re-traumatize your system. We're doing this to give your system the legit practice, the legit experience of meeting a sticky moment with love. Because when you have the somatic and mental and emotional experience of something, when you meet it again, it's so much easier. That's why psychedelics work. Well, psychedelics work probably more than that more than just that one reason, but psychedelics give someone an experience. That's why they are so profound, right? Because then you take that experience and you integrate it out into your quote unquote real life. Okay. So sorry, getting back to the moment. So meeting that moment, pulling up that moment with that person, noticing what they said, noticing how what they said, how it feels in your body. What happened in your body in that moment? Let your body do the action. Like if it's like right now, I'm kind of constricting my body in, my chest in. I'm thinking of a moment where someone said something to me and it made my my whole system go, ugh. My stomach kind of felt come in and like I'm constricting forward. And my, my shoulders are actually kind of hunched right now because I'm feeling small. Maybe yours is different. Like follow the body. What is the body's wisdom? What does it want to do? How did that make you feel? And then just pause in that moment. Breathe in that moment of what that made your body feel. Now what we're going to do is we're going to turn it around. So straighten your body up. What are you making what they said? mean? What are you making it mean about you? See how we're going one deeper? What are you making it mean about you? What are you making it mean about you? It's something they said. It's something they believe. Their beliefs actually have nothing to do with you. So why are you making their beliefs mean something about you? Now just breathe, center in your heart as you just let come up whatever comes up. Let come up whatever comes up. Like it's bubbling to the surface. And if if nothing comes up, that's okay. You're still moving energy. You're letting energy flow. Just let the energy flow. And breathe. Center in your heart. Observe. Watch what comes up. And now focus just on your heart and breathe just into your heart. Focus on your heart 
Now feel, take the mind out of it and let your body feel the presence of your heart. Feel, feel. Hmm. Where does it take you? If a thought about something else popped in, that's okay. Just come back. Come back to this moment of feeling into your heart. Breathe and let it go. Breathe and let it flow through. Can you feel that? Even if it's a one degree or a two degree shift, can you feel, can your body, can you feel your heart? Not with your mind, but with your body. What do you feel? What do you sense? Let it be exactly what it is. No expectation. Flowing through. And now take that feeling that you found and transpose it, boom, like a copy and a paste to that old moment that you originally pulled up and watch that person from this feeling that you found in your heart now, watch what they say, feeling that deep sense of feeling in your heart and notice what has shifted. Notice what has shifted. Now, I'm going to share my perspective, but I just want to say that whatever you found was for you and for you alone. If you want to share it with me, I would love to hear. Connect with me on Instagram. But there's no comparison. I'm just going to share with you just because I really like normalizing the experience of sharing our experiences. So for me, when I transpose, when I find that deep part of love and then I transpose it to that sticky moment, it is so much easier for me to hold two truths at one time. It's so much easier for me to allow that person to have their belief system about me without believing it because I feel so much more anchored in love. And then I hold love for them, which means I hold an expansive space for them to choose another perspective if they want. I'm not forcing my perspective on them. That's not what love is, right? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is expansive. I'm just holding an expansive spot of love where I feel safe and secure in that feeling. I'm not looping hate. I'm not in war with them and what they said, right? I've found that piece of love, that jigsaw puzzle piece of love, and I'm sitting in it and I'm looking at them from that spot. And I'm not doing it in order to make them stop. I'm doing it because I'm really, I'm genuinely curious about what, why they're saying that. And I'm genuinely holding myself in love. What's funny is when we do this, when we meet a hater with the perception of love, they so many times become receptive to your energy of love and they melt away because there's no, they're not throwing, there's no ball. I'm not throwing the ball back. There's no 
catch of hate of the hate ball back and forth, back and forth. I drop my hands. I stop playing and they can immediately sense it. And what's funny too, what's amazing about this practice is they immediately feel, feel welcomed into a, another spot into their heart because we've modeled it. Does this always happen? No, of course not. But it is significantly more likely to happen than if you throw the hate ball right back in their fucking face. Right? Haters aren't creators. That's what that means to me. It means taking that really cool line and actually test driving it in the sticky spots of the moments of our lives. So that's what I want to leave you here with today. What does that mean to you? And how can you, how can you, um, how does the rubber meet the road of this? How does this value um, translate in your specific life of rubber meeting the road? You know, where, where is your work in this? Because there's always, hmm, what I want to say is there's always work to be done. And that's true. But I really want to reword that into there's always play to be had. You know, I have tattooed on my walls. Um, it says an inconvenience is an adventure wrongly considered. And an adventure is an inconvenience rightly considered. Obviously that's very binary, but what I love about that is I think that the human experience is one big inconvenience. Our life that we are experiencing, work is always going to be had. If you're not working in some capacity, you, you, you actually end up really genuinely hurting yourself. Like think of someone who is bedridden and they're not work they're not moving their body that moving your body takes work y'all <laughs> right it takes work so if you're laying in a bed for months at a time you get what's bed sores you actually hurt yourself from not moving right and then obviously you can rung that up higher and higher and higher to like if you're not walking or physically moving and exerting your body getting a little bit of sweat going moving your muscles you will eventually hurt yourself because you're going to lose muscle mass. You're going to lose capacity to, to breathe deeply and fast, right? So same thing with love. We know our, we have the value anchored in love and our work to expand our capacity to feel more love will never stop as long as we are alive. So do we want to look at it as an inconvenience and as an inconvenient truth, as an inconvenience? Sure, we can. But when you flip it, and you look at it as the greatest adventurer, the greatest adventure of all fucking time. Then every time you meet that sticky spot, it'll be so much with, with that curiosity and that excitement of, oh shit, this feels really shitty, but this is an opportunity for me to expand my capacity for love. Then it's like, all right, let, let's go. Like my 10-year-old says right now, like every other sentence, let's go, let's go, let's fucking go, let's go. So um, thank you for playing with me today. Thank you for expanding your capacity of love with me today and practicing 
you know, showing up even more with those sticky spots of folks in your own life. I would love to hear how it goes. Send me a message. Connect with me on Instagram at the Empowered Empath Coach, separated by all periods, or my website, jessbushnell.com. Um, we can do a timeline jump together, like a single session. We can do a six week uh, coaching journey together, which is super fun, a lot more in depth. And it's very, it's intuitively tailored and guided for you specifically. So you can connect with, with those two places. I'll leave my, the links there. And that's it for this week. Thanks for playing. Love you. Mwah. Bye.